What's going on, ACL Nation? Welcome in to another episode of Bagging and Bragging. I have returned from Wisconsin. The Badgerland Bag Bra was a huge success. Had a lot of fun out there. Tip of the cap to Chase and Jake for holding it down out there in Tiverton, Rhode Island, open number three. Um, I don't know if you had a chance to watch much of it, Mish, but I, I didn't. I was busy working. No, so, you were in the chat. I, I was watching. I, I was popping in the chat like in between breaks and stuff, but I haven't had a chance to like actually go in and watch it uh, and see how the B squad did. As I call oh, them. the beast. What does that make me? The D squad? <laughs> I, I wish you were on a squad, me. Trust me. I wish you were on a squad. But today's episode, we have a special guest, Sean and Dane Ash from the Big Ass Cornhole Podcast. They were one of the first few people to help me out. We'll kind of get into that story whenever we talk to them. We got our game um, where we do basically top four bagger, top floor bagger, Senator Boarded, and then Would You Rather. Um, no highlights this weekend. Uh, just do a quick recap, I guess, whenever we get into that segment. But before we get started, Mish, how are you doing? I'm doing really well. Um, I can just hop right into my bragging section Let's because go. on Thursday, um, my bestie and I are hopping in the car. We're driving about two hours to the Napa area to go wine tasting and do a spa day. So gone for a few days. Um, and my friend is like, I don't know if you've probably, you probably haven't seen the movie Wine Country. It's kind of like a chick flick, but it's like all the SNL chicks. So it's it's pretty okay. funny. Okay. But um one of the girls in the movie is like has like itineraries to the minute, right? Like, okay, here's what we're doing. I've got the t-shirts made. I can the group already picture. see how this is gonna go. There's there's, yeah, one, so, there's one drunken friend somewhere, right? Yeah, like exactly. So there's like each role. Well, so so my friend is that person. Like she is like gonna itinerize. And so she watched the movie and then she's like, I'm not gonna do this to you. I'm like, no, I want you to. I'm the friend that's yeah. a go with the flow. I'm like, tell me where we're going. <laughs> I like a plan. So we booked a, a wine tasting with like a cheese plate at our favorite winery. That's what like the wine we drink the most of called Jay's. Um and it's kind of out in the boonies. So we're hitting that first. Then we're doubling back towards. We're actually staying in Calistoga. at like okay. a mineral hot spring, springs place. Um, and then she booked us a wine tasting at a castle. It's at a castle. I don't, I'm, I'm like, what is this? Are you doing like pinky up in like full-blown dresses with like your proper stance? No, no. You know what's so funny? She looked up. I don't know why, but like wine tasting etiquette. Like we've been wine tasting before. It's not like this is new. But apparently like it's they're not supposed to wear like leggings and stuff, which I was just going to wear like leggings and Uggs because it's cold. But um, I don't know. I guess we do have to look like a little bit nicer. I, I couldn't go. So stars and stripes shorts, not on the uh, acceptable <laughs> attire list. Okay. Noted. Yeah, so um, it is probably going to be raining, but it's cool because the the hotel slash spa, um, like all it has like the hot springs, but they're outside, but they're covered. So we could theoretically be sitting outside in the hot tub while it's raining, and then we have like the full spa package. So we're doing like massages, we're doing like the mud bath, we're doing Jeez. like all of it. Yeah, so Michelle's been getting treated right. Cabo, now this. <laughs> I mean, come on. I was going to brag on my trip, but now I don't even, I think I should just take it off. Like, no, it's, well, you I know, it's funny in the car, by, by the car, uh, by the way, I was in the car with Rome and I go, he asked like, are we going to do this thing? And I said, well, I'll be out of town. So daddy, you have to take you. He's like, where are you going now? And I was like, <laughs> I'm going, <laughs> I'm going wine tasting and for a spa day with Justine. And he goes, for three days. <laughs> and I said, are you judging me? Guilt he said trip. a little bit. <laughs> It's kind of funny. Uh, so well, I was going to say, my trip is starting to come together in Australia. I got some totes on the way, so I'm going to have all my equipment nice and neat and in some sturdy boxes and throw nice. those on the plane to get to Australia. So I was kind of happy about that. But I, I think I need your friend to help me out with getting the rest of the trip organized. But I can oh, kind yeah. of piggyback off of what you just said right there because the kiddo just came over a little bit ago. 
and uh, we were going to go shopping and I was wanting to buy some shoes. And of course, you know me, I don't spend money on myself. So I still didn't buy shoes. <laughs> we drove an hour away and she ended up wanting to get something out of like the Lululemon store. And I'm like, okay, sure. Whatever. Lululemon you should have is. never walked in the Lululemon. Are you crazy? I don't know what it is. No big deal. Right. So I'm sitting here. I took 30 minutes to myself. Jimmy humans and I, we hopped on the video game, played some Call of Duty zombies. You know, we're just sitting here having a good time. And she gets out of school early. She comes over here and like, I'm talking like Jimmy and I just started, you know? Yeah. So then she's in the door. She's like, how, how much longer? I'm like, 27 minutes, I guess. I don't know. That's how long. She's like, really? I said, yeah. I was like, I didn't think you'd be out of school this long. Wow. Why didn't you think I'd be out of school at this time? I said, I've been a terrible father for two years. I moved away. Leave me alone. Let me just play my game. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just lay it out. <laughs> guilt trip me. It's but, 30 uh, minutes of a video game. We oh can wait. Oh my gosh. For a teenager, that was an eternity. But yeah. No. Uh, yeah. So I was going to, I'll brag on that a little bit. The the uh, reason we, I wanted to go over there, I'm not going to lie, is I wanted to show her off my new car. You know, I got the, I got the new Chevy Tahoe. So the, the Ford Escape is gone. Um, for those of you that don't know the Ford Escape, I'd have to park it, try and open the trunk, move it forward three feet, turn it off, turn it back on, try and open the trunk, and then it would finally open. And then I could unload my equipment at these venues. So I went Why? through this because it's a piece of shit, Michelle. It's garbage. <laughs> it has never worked properly for the last two and a half years. And I've just dealt with it. So I think I finally had my last straw. Uh, we went we went to the hockey game the other day. I talked about it. And I was like, let me pull in this look dealership. Look at this car. Next thing you know, spur of the moment. Next morning, I bought the car. Decided just to wow. go ahead and do it. So. With that being said, first trip out this weekend, I absolutely loved it. Uh, there's just so much space in there. My leg doesn't feel like it's like bent at an awkward angle. The GPS actually shows up on the screen. Didn't you have one? Did, didn't you rent, rent a Tahoe at one of the places? I feel like you picked me up on a Tahoe. Well, I rented, just. it was supposed to be a four-door sedan, and they were out of cars, and they gave me the Yukon Denali XL. Oh, or that's whatever what it was. It was, yeah. it was a Yukon. Yeah. Okay. Like, this is where it's at right here. So yeah, you got a little taste. to that, it's you know a few years older, but yeah, I'm happy. <laughs> that's really cool i mean new 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 to you car is always a good feeling and uh you were tolerating a lot it was similar with me with my tacoma because mm -hmm. the passenger door the lock didn't it was this kind of lock by the way you know like put it yeah. in the door yeah. and yeah i didn't have a beeper so it's, it's 2006 so it was older so the passenger one wouldn't work and so if i was grocery shopping like if i if my car was parked in that way i have to walk all the way around unlock it from the driver's side, walk all the way back around, unload my groceries into the back seat because remember, trucks don't have trunks. And then, oh God, I hated it so much. And I told Nick, I need a car with a trunk so bad. I need a beeping thing. I'm I'm over this. Such first world problem divas, aren't we? <laughs> like, listen to so, everything that's terrible I love the, in our lives. I love my Bronco. I'm so happy with the Bronco. Uh, you know, first of all, it's new, but um, yeah. just because it has a trunk, I'm just in heaven. It's great. Yeah. The little things, but yeah. Anything, first anything else? Uh, no. So that's I'm just really looking forward to that. Um, I'm a little bit nervous about the mud baths. I've never done one. I don't know if you've ever done a mud bath, but yeah. um, I was looking I at. I feel the like review. it'd be bomb. I'd love to do it. Okay, so I don't know. I read this review, and this poor old lady got stuck in the mud. Like she couldn't get out because it's like heavy. And you have to How like climb she, out. Though? What? 
How old was she though? I can picture like some 90 year. Okay, yeah. I was like, <laughs> I've fallen and I can't get out of the mud. But it was like the longest review. And she was like, I was like a pig stuck in the mud and I wasn't gonna die in there, but I couldn't get out. And I was just like, oh my god, this is terrifying. Have you seen so, those uh, one spas that are like a rain room? Like you go in there, it's just like rain. Yeah. If you're actually in a pool, like that looks amazing to me. Like that's I've the been one in been in many kinds of spas i was trying to i wanted to find one that had like multiple pools and rooms and different things like i wanted to be like a whole day not just go get a massage you know i wanted it to be mm. like a whole thing so the reviews were mixed uh so i don't know what i'm walking into calistoga is pretty small it's not it's right outside of napa it's it's a prettier part and has um it's just cool little town from what i've heard but uh, okay. so there's not a lot to choose from so hopefully it's gonna live up to our expectations we'll have fun no matter what but yeah i feel like i feel like i need to take one of these myself and so whenever i go to australia i was kind of wanting to make sure one that i get there because I, I was talking to the kiddo about it on the way out to the lululemon where for some reason i think their price tags are wrong michelle i don't know like everything yeah. costs 100 bucks and right? their sizes yeah like way. i'm like four sizes bigger there than i am in any other clothing store i don't know it was like a i bought a handkerchief and it was like 78 dollars. so yeah Sounds anyway, right. she's happy. That's all that matters. I'm happy too, right? And anyway, on the way out, I was kind of talking about the Australia trip, and I'm like, December 4th for me will not exist. I will hop on the plane December 3rd. Okay. And then I go to Australia, which is, I think, 17 hours ahead. So I land December 5th. So That's December so weird. Gone. <laughs> You're going to time then, travel, Wally. I really am. And then whenever <laughs> I fly back, like I fly on the 12th, and I, like, I, I land three hours later. So it, it's wow. just so weird trying to figure this whole trip situation. Yeah, do you out. have time but, after like to adjust? Or that, do you have um, yeah, I don't have anything I got to do until Myrtle Beach. So I th okay. I'll, I'll be chilling for a little bit. Um, but I, I was just thinking that like I want to make sure I take two days out there. So I talked to Fred earlier today and I was like, I'm not sure about, you know, Stacy or Todd or where they're going to be. And with the, you know, the totes that I got to take out there, I was like, can I just get a rental car? And he's like, yeah, whatever you need to do is fine. So. Okay, it's gonna be weird. Good. I'll be driving on the wrong side of the road, steering wheels on the wrong side of the car, but I'm gonna take two days. So weird. And just relax a little bit. So we'll see. I love it. All right, we're gonna take a quick break. When we come back, we'll bring the Ask Brothers on. So don't go anywhere. All right, it is time. Uh, we are bringing on the one and only Ask Brothers. And if you guys have watched the Buffalo Off the Board podcast their intros and my intros on the spectrum are total opposites. Yes. So sorry for the that's what you guys get. That's all you guys get. <laughs> here they are. <laughs> Let's turn on the mics here and like Yeah, that's great. It's, 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 it's podcast. Yeah, it's their first time, really you guys. Hard. I love yeah, to just, I love to make it awkward. Yeah. I mean at least you guys <laughs> have some sort of like transition. It's always like, all right, uh here's our closing line of the all right, and then magically we're just like right back. Babe, like, bingo. Hey. <laughs> Don't make the people wait, you know? Well, before yeah. we get into it about your guys' podcast and stuff like that, if you guys remember way back when K9 Unit started, the Big Ass Boys were the reason why I pretty much got this going. Uh, they helped me out with uh, the sponsorship, getting Brandon and Airworth Athletics to hop on, and then they um, helped me out commentate that entire week. So I definitely appreciate you boys for kind of getting K9 Unit and myself involved in the ACL and started. So well, how I, are you guys doing? Like uh, good, man. Just – uh living the dream i guess you know just busy at work we actually just got back from vegas this weekend that we did so yeah so we went for my mom's 60th birthday she wanted to take us all to vegas right so that was kind of sweet 
So yeah. uh, I went to Vegas. I was, I'd never been there before. So it was my first time. Oh. So just trying to take it all in. Sean's cherry. Yeah, showed him all yeah, the, yeah, yeah, all the sweet uh, <laughs> venues and shit. So yeah, it was a, uh, yeah, it was I, fun. I, I, I feel like I can go there around. for a cornhole event now. You know what I mean? Like I've been, yeah. there, I've seen all the stuff. Like now I can go. Yeah. Go you know, when we go to these travel to these big events, we we I mean we say we're in that city, but like how? I mean I don't know about you guys, but like I don't really have a time to go venture around. It's irrelevant. Lot. We could yeah. be anywhere. The yeah, cornhole <laughs> venues aren't really in like yeah. the hub Correct. of the city. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's always like twenty room, minutes yeah, outside of the room everything. was very nice. <laughs> yeah, all weekend, exactly. So. And it's always like eighty degrees and sunny outside too. And when I get home, it's yeah. like and raining. I'm like, oh, this makes sense. Yeah. yeah, that was fun. Well, that's gonna say that's that's great that you brought that up, Wally, because similar, right? Like, yeah. uh, I started with Girl Star Two, and uh, the Ask Brothers brought uh, Whitney on their podcast to kind of launch Girl Star Two. So you guys uh, helped us both out. That's kind of where this all started for me as well. So it's weird. For- it doesn't feel like we've been doing this as long as we have, Dude, but like we're, we're so going old, on to man. we're so old. We're going on to year what four or five now? Yeah, I can't remember. John, I, when we yeah, when we weird. started this, I was not thirty yet. Yeah, wow. Okay. Well, yeah. you're old shit now. Yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird how that happens. <laughs> Wait, what's the rule? Are we allowed to swear? Like, do I need to behave myself? Like, uh, yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. yeah, we're on we're on ACL Cornhole TV, um, <laughs> which is you know on I'll behave myself. Though. I think we've you already hit our. I think we've already hit our limit, and I probably okay. started it. My bad. All right, all right. <laughs> like, I, think I think we might have our own censor. Oh, oh yeah okay we'll be ready um, <laughs> <laughs> <You're so> <laughs> <trigger>. <laughs> at least we can hear you you know when you came yeah. on with no mics it was like his first time on a podcast you know i almost threw on the voice changer because sean doesn't check this stuff so i was like which way can i mess with him a little bit <laughs> so you just slide it down at the start there's you know, a reason just... i keep him around and he's really good at like the tech stuff and i'm yeah. not so okay it's we balance each other so well. he claims that's the only reason yeah that's all i bring yeah, to the that's table. it oh man all right you guys have been around for a while so why don't you kind of uh talk to us about your podcast i mean i have to imagine when you started it you had to be one of the only ones if not the only one so when we first had the idea i'd, I'd always wanted to do a podcast but originally i wanted to kind of go more what i do for a living as a physical therapist and i was mm-hmm. going to go more that route but i didn't want to create something and have no idea and have zero experience doing it so we came up with this idea like, hey, let's just record one. And we happen to be in a cornhole league. There's nothing out there right now. Let's talk about cornhole. I think there was one other podcast at the time. And then right like two weeks or maybe, I'm sorry, it was like a month before we started. There was another podcast called the Doghouse Podcast. They started. And then um, literally we started this as like, uh, we didn't know if we were going to do more than one episode. Yeah, if you listen to the first 50 seconds of our first episode, we literally said like, if 10 people listen to this, like, like we're pumped. We're, we're awesome. Like, thanks. Thanks, mom and dad. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. And then it kind of just got, I mean, I think we just timed it well. Cause like then the world shut down cornhole was going through this boom and we had nothing else going on, but this podcast. So if nothing else, it was like another, it was like some like yeah, a re- reprieve from the, what was going on with the world to kind of recording this kind of stuff. So exactly like how, like we helped you guys out. We had people helping oh, us yeah. out in the beginning too. Like Dogcast was a big oh, part, yeah. um, you know, like, tons of friends along the way that we collab with that we started doing like a lot of fun stuff during COVID time. Well, and yeah. And a lot of the pros were, that's what the, the charms about cornhole right now is that it's one of the few professional sports where you get true access to the pros. Like you can just go throw against them. Um, so when we were early on before, like we even like really knew what this was, we, you know, when we were reaching out to get interviews, you know, guys like Mac, Guy were cool enough to come on the show and, um, Tanner Halbert was on pretty early. So some of those bigger names kind of helped us out early. And 
since then it's just it's been fun and we get to meet like so many cool people and talk to people every week and that's kind of why we keep doing this just i like talking to people and finding out information and every year there's like this whole new crop of interesting people that join so it seems like there's this like endless funnel of information and stuff and and the cornhole community as much as we want to say like we love drama and that fits right in <laughs> our show and stuff so it's been uh it's been very fun well, that's kind of one of my questions is like, yeah. how does it feel to be able to talk about whatever you want? You know what I mean? Use whatever <laughs> language you guys want. You don't have to worry about censorship or anything like that. I know there was I mean, a point. <laughs> I know there was a point where like, you know, the ACL was talking about you guys and you guys elected to go a different route. And I think mm -hmm. it's kind of worked out well for you guys. So how does yeah. it feel to just have your own freedom? To do what you want? I, I really think that when it, when it came down to it, everything worked out for the best and Early on, I, I'm not gonna lie. Like our goal, I think, was to get signed by somebody like the ACL. Like when we started taking this seriously, I'm like, well, if it, if I can somehow maybe do this full time, like that's awesome. But then the more I started realizing it, I'm like, I don't like working for other people. Like I kind of like being able to say. And once we, I knew we weren't we weren't going to go that route. That's when I think we became a little bit more open. Right. You know, we were able to ask the questions we want to ask. And again, we we've made it very clear, like we want there to be as many leagues as possible because then it's more content for us. You know what I mean? We cover mostly ACL stuff because ACL is, in my opinion, like 90% of what the cornhole community knows and watches right now. So it's just the biggest audience. And I think it's the best players right now. Well, it's so. easiest to follow because you have guys like Wally giving yeah, us correct. content oh, all great. the time. So we yeah, can the live stream right stuff along. is awesome. That's great. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's next wow. level. So. We're just inflating <laughs> egos here. That's what we're doing. <laughs> Check, <laughs> checks in the mail. <laughs> well, I think I, I don't think you guys get enough credit because we've been fortunate enough to have some opportunities to do commentary. But every time I sit down doing it, I'm like, man, I just it's you take so much practice, you know what I mean, to get good at it. Mm -hmm. And I think you guys are so are really good at it. I mean, you guys have a really good broadcasting team over there. So I always like I don't think you guys get enough credit for what you guys do and how difficult it is to sit there and call match and after match after match. It's easy for us if we're in the chat. We can pop in yeah. and pop out, you know, as we want. But you're, you you got to be on 24-7 when you're on those mics. The more and more I do it, I've actually, honest to God, had a dream where I'm commentating and then I just fall out. And then as they're putting me on the stretcher, I'm still, like, talking into the mic about how the matches going on. Like, nobody stops other than the ambulance people. Too. Like, that was a dream that I had. And I was just like, I think I handled it pretty well. Yeah, just, <laughs> just, in the nursing home, like in a corner, like just commentating. Like, what is he talking about? Like, we don't know. <laughs> Still going though. Still going. It's I, a long match. I can't remember who it was. I want to say it was like Haley or someone, and, and it was like myself and someone else sitting in the audience, like not on the mic. And we we're talking. They're like, "You guys are literally commentating the match, and you're not on the mics. Like, you just can't even help it. Like, it's just so natural. Like, oh, there's a cornhole game in front of me. I'm going to commentate it. Just yeah. the way it is. So, um, so you guys always watch like really good cornhole for the most part <laughs> we we like to get out and go see you know the intermediates a lot yeah celebrate see. the like the that's average yeah. i mean it's yeah. great yeah I and mean, that's that's the beautiful part of the game because yeah. you can see those people that even though they just started they have it yeah you know like you just yeah. know that they're going to be a good thrower i love finding people like that where you're just like you're going to win a regional in the next like three months like you can just tell when you see well, and people like celebrating like and seeing like it's funny to, as it is to watch pro players and they're amazing it's kind of nice to get a reminder that like not everyone's that good like yeah. the majority of us are very average players so we've been trying to celebrate that and like funny videos and stuff it's been a huge hit we be every day we get like five to ten videos sent to us like please do our comment like do the commentary over our videos like we think it's great well, i got one this last oh, I think weekend for you i don't know if you saw that oh, or not no we had Cornhole's first streaker at the Badgerland Bag really? Brawl. Oh, I did not. <laughs> I missed my that. opportunity. Oh my <laughs> yes. No, I did not so hear there, that. Commentate like, that one. Enjoy it. 
Yeah, I I barely caught any of the Rhode Island stuff. It was just a little, just enough to when I saw that Mark Richards was involved because we interviewed him this past week. I'm like, well, I should probably have some knowledge of how he does does this weekend, so we have a talking point or two. So, um, but yeah, I didn't catch. I I know that's a big tournament, and I heard the um, I think Mark even brought this up maybe on the episode, but uh, the payouts at that tournament were uh, pretty nice. I was hearing. Good. Good. Hey guys, we're going to take a quick break here. We're going to come back. So I'll be right back after this. Hey, I like that. I like that you're excited about our transition screen because we still don't have an intro, but um, we have a transition screen. (laughs) Our intro is pretty professional. Yeah. It's why we stick to audio stuff. It just makes everything so much easier. Yeah. Honestly, I mean, you guys have got to fix some of your audio bites. It just drives me crazy. I know you got a good soundboard now. I got the same. I know. I know. We just honestly, (laughs) and and what it comes down to is again, we don't get to do this full time. You know what I mean? So like trying to find the time in between everyday life to do all this stuff. So we've been trying to dedicate at least two nights where, you know, I come over after the kids go to bed and it's normally like Sunday, Monday nights. One of those nights, like a content night, we're recording, you know, reels, trying to come up with ideas, brainstorm, and then recording sound bites and stuff. But it, it's been, it's been a grind. I do. Yeah. I wish, I wish we had more time to dedicate towards that stuff. I do agree. If you only, we started off, oh, we literally did phone interview like episodes with a mic turned to a phone <laughs> on full blast speaker mode. Seriously. Like in the early days when oh, yeah. we couldn't figure it out. Like, so you go back oh and listen God. to like the first 10 episodes, like interviews, and you go listen now, like, wow, these guys made it. Yeah. It used to take about a day and a half to edit and get everything up. Now it's oh, like, God. you know, 10 I'll never, yeah, I'll never forget. I was, I was riding with Ricky to a tournament and he was like, listening. he's like, you guys give Ricky Wyman a shout out. And yeah, yeah, yeah. he was listening to it one time and I was like, these guys ain't going to make it, man. They're audio. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> luckily the the people were were put they up were, with us. They were and nice, dealt, and, and then uh, I guess the content yeah, no. was good enough. Apparently, you guys have great content. <laughs> yeah, and honestly, like the sound bites now, I think it's just part of our charm. Like, oh, it's yeah. a little yeah. It just just goes back to like what it's we were doing in the early ones. days. So oh, yeah. I don't think I'm ever going to change it. We're just going to keep kind of <laughs> just going rogue on it and taking the easy route to achieve it. You keep not? turning in, we'll keep going average for you. Boom. <laughs> it's working. Hey, if it's working, why change it? <laughs> you guys have a very well attended podcast. So congrats. Um, Thank you. you know that that means you're doing something right. And uh the the things audio uh, the things that Wally's talking about audio wise are like simple little sound bites, not the beef of the show. You know what I mean? It's like an intro Wait. to a segment, yeah. I I know because I say the same thing to him. Like I'm very like I'm like, man, is this good enough to go? Every time we stop recording, I'm like, did that suck? Like, are we good? <laughs> <laughs> like, you guys ever do that? Like when you record an episode afterwards, like was that any good? Like what what did we talk about? Like are we good? Like is that yeah, is this like, real life now? Blacked out for thirty five. Yeah. Minutes. What are we just <laughs> cursing <laughs> every single or time? Every episode. Why look at him? Like it's probably gonna be a short episode this week. I don't know how much content and we stop and then we end recording. I'm like that was an hour and ten minutes. Like my God, do we talk? <laughs> much but it's fun i think our hardest thing that we do is that we don't pre-record live read like our no. reads they're all just live <laughs> have fun <laughs> like, with it. it it gets hard sometimes there's we a lot of pressure sponsored by canine yeah i was gonna say yeah. when you guys were sponsored by yeah. me uh, and i listen every time i drive somewhere so i go back and listen like two or three episodes at a time and like finally there was one moment where i was like all right i gotta text him to fix this like <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's it's, it, it's fine though i mean like i said you guys you do things in your own way you have your own little segments to your show so 
if you guys want to talk real quick about those segments that you do, I mean, I know your your favorite one now is the dramatic readings and stuff like that. But yeah, do you feel like you guys have reached your goal as far as what you had in mind for the show when you first started? Um, I when we first started, yeah, I think we I can say we definitely surpassed anything yeah. that we ever like wildest expectations. But then once now that I see like where the sport's growing and that we do have a decent audience, like my listen, my end of goal is I would love to do this full time. Um, whether it's podcasting and and or writing, like I feel like with the sport going, like there's only gonna be a larger market or need for some sort of like independent media coverage. And I feel like if we keep showing that we can do that, you know, if then you know, hopefully if there's ever an opportunity, we'll we'll get that chance. But we'll see. I mean it's still a side gig right now, but it's fun. And it's a, it's a opportunity. I get to hang out with Dane, you know, twice a week and we get to kind of hang out. Luckily we live in the same neighborhood. It's like, it's embarrassing that I drive over here, but I do. So hey, bags are heavy, man. When you <laughs> yeah. got to tow them around, yeah, but man, uh, like segments, down. the most popular segment we have added, like you said, is dramatic readings. Um, if you've, if you're a cornhole fan, you're watching this, you've ever gone to Facebook and gone to addicted to cornhole. It's just a treasure trove of like grown adults complaining and just going back and forth. And we kept reading it. And I can't remember the first one we ever did, but we're like, what? If, and we were just kind of brainstorming, like, what if we start reading these, but like have like a like a sad piano? So like we sat here for 30 minutes listening to this different <laughs> piano riffs, trying to find the right one. And uh, that's really what it done. We just come up here, we hang out, we'll turn on like Sunday night football, and we just start brainstorming, just throwing out ideas. Every for every hundred ideas, maybe yeah. maybe one works out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I mean, but you just keep throwing out stuff out and, and just yeah, something will stick. And when bag it does, reviews have always been a big done. part of what we do. Um, yeah, reviewed. Up until like this past up like this current season, we've probably reviewed, I would say at least seventy five percent of the bags that were on the market. So it's been always been a really big part of our show. And uh, yeah, I think our bag index on the website's over five. Yeah. So do you guys ever get worried about hurting somebody's feelings whenever you're doing these bag reviews? Because I, I noticed, I noticed you guys have a couple of favorite numbers. Like there's times where I'm driving, and I'm like guessing by the way you guys are talking. I, mm-hmm. Like I have a game now. It's see if I can guess the number you guys are going to say. Yeah before you say it and it's usually 83 we all have a lot of them are 80s a lot of them are <laughs> so what i always say is 90 if you're getting above a 90 you're like you're it's gonna be you're one of my favorite bags ever like yeah. i threw i throw you very well i would say like upper 80s is it's a really good bag i, I understand why this is really super popular and then if you get and start getting the 70 if you get below a 60 like that's when it's like don't just we're trying to not kill you but like don't buy the bag yeah i think <laughs> and um, honestly like we we've had some really poor reviews on some bags we, we've had some but here's my thing is if somebody's gonna put so their time recently though, if they're gonna put my, their time and effort opinion. in and then send us the product i'm not trying to crush anybody like i'm gonna be honest yeah. because i think we like our listeners expect that but we're, i'm not trying to bash anybody that's never right. why we got into this right. the whole point once we started doing this we're like hey what if we can like start propping up small businesses like this and just give them a platform to go out you know, not just players, but, you know, people who own companies and give them a platform and a voice and not just for their products, but if they want to be a guest as well. So like, I'm just not, it's just never been our, our style to kind of crap on anybody. So. Yeah. I mean, I think there's a fine line between you know, lying, but also like, you know, right. being kind to the person that gave you the product. It's, it's, that's tough, but I think you guys do a great job of it. Um, <laughs> the dramatic readings. I mean, what a what a gold mine there. It what is. a gold mine addicted to cornhole has become. Yes. Um, yes. If it you is. if you approach it correctly, if you approach it <laughs> <Correct>. seriously, <laughs> you're Correct. gonna have problems. Correct. For yeah. sure. Personally, my um, favorite segment is what you're drinking. Oh, always, okay. Correct, forever. Yes. It's the day it one segment. Day one segment. Yeah. That is that water in front of you there? It is. It so, is. Yeah. Again, We're just back Vegas, from Vegas and... man. This isn't our show. All right. 
we're on YouTube right now. We did, yeah. We we finished off a bottle of uh, Bullet yesterday, so we're like, we need a day just to like kind of just yeah. It's, uh, be a scoop. Yeah, I'm like, I got patience at eight. Yeah, and I do like, like I do work a full time job, yeah. like <laughs> corporate America. So you know, gotta gotta wake up in the morning and be bright eyed and bushy tailed. Yep. It's hard yeah, after you guys, podcasting sometimes. Yeah, I so say you guys normally do record in the evenings though. Like you're having a few beers while you record, so that's pretty typical, right? Yeah, yeah, normally, yeah, it's like normally like one or two beers, just something. We try to get something new. Um, one or two for him. Yeah, I'll, that's I'll true. finish the twelve Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's pretty impressive. <laughs> like this part, I'm like, good thing we're not on YouTube and stuff, because like the stack Dude, sometimes, sometimes, man, I'm just like beer emitting up. <laughs> I think hey, I got. To me. I think it'd be great. <laughs> I, I gotta know because I can't speak for Wally, but for myself, the more that I've gotten into the the business side of this industry, the crappier i've gotten at cornhole like do you notice a correlation between like the more you work in cornhole the worse you play or am i on an island over here with that i'm gonna you know what i'm gonna go and i'll i'm gonna piggyback on that one let's chalk up my poor play to being more involved <laughs> in the cornhole world right? <laughs> no honestly to me it's more just i don't have the time to dedicate to it i've always been like a one or two day warrior like in a week at best and yeah. these people out here now are playing four or five days a week crazy every week it blows me away and i'm just like i don't have the time to dedicate to that like once a month regional that used to be like my jollies and then weekly league like that was it and yeah. i got much better but like i look back on it now and i'm like i feel like i am literally just the same that i used to be i just never really got any better because i don't practice i, I, know, I think, I think like, you yeah i think you're right yeah i just i honestly i rarely get to play anymore like i if i get to a, the regional once a month that's good um yeah so I just don't get to throw anymore. So like, what if I go out now? If I'm throwing like above an eight, like it was. I, That's I good. Know. Well, like for not playing week, a lot. But the problem yeah. is, so I swallowed my pride. I'm like, listen, I told the directors, put me back down to competitive. Like I don't ever play anymore. Like I'm not trying to go zero and two. If I do, like oh, so be it. But like, I want to be in a competitive match. Yeah. I threw an eight five, and both of my singles losses in competitive and lost. Wow. So, like that's what I'm saying. Just the level of competition, like yeah, eight five in competitive two years ago, I was winning the thing. Yeah, because I felt like I threw, and I wasn't even mad that I lost. I mean, both got both. Uh, the, it was a young guy and a lady that beat me. They both threw really well, and I'm like, I listen. I threw. I thought I threw well, and I lost. So it's just I competition yeah. is just tough now. It's a skill. It's getting everyone's getting really good. I just but, want yeah. full contact cornhole, and I think I'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> That's its own thing. All right, quick <laughs> yeah. break, and we'll come back right after this. All right. Welcome back, everyone. Uh, we are continuing our conversation with the Ass Brothers. I was trying to uh, make myself feel better about not playing as well in Cornhole, but I have to admit, I, like you, I'm not playing as much. We lost our venue, so I don't play every week anymore. I'm lucky to play once or twice a month, but I'm trying to shoot for like a six, you guys. I mean, over an eight. That's that's pretty good. But I mean, still, 0-2 oh, oh is 0-2, oh though. Yeah, you know what I mean? that's bad. <laughs> The, the worst part is out of the so we I went 0 and 4 in the day, right? 0 and 2 in doubles, 0 and 2 in singles. I'll admit it. I had in three of the four games, I had a shot to win it, and I choked three out of three times. <laughs> so, like, that's hard. That to me, just as like a guy that likes competition, like, I take more away from that. Like, how mentally weak are you? Like, are you serious? <laughs> right. The third time you weren't like you weren't warmed up for the first two, and you had to choke again. So, yeah, it's always a good uh, remember that for the next time you go to the boards. It's nice. Fair yeah, enough. No, I am kind of right there with all you guys, though. Like, I I don't practice. I don't play. Um, just this last weekend, I was waiting for a match to get assigned. I was out there throwing with Cedo. 
Cito threw up a okay. blocker on the first bag, and then I threw three airmails over the top of that and barely missed my fourth drag. And like everyone's like, damn, Wally, you don't pick up a single bag and you just drain three airmails in a row and almost get the fourth. And I was like, like this is what sucks about the game. It's like I have these little moments yep. Yep. where I'm like, I could be one of the best in the world. I'm elite. And then <laughs> I throw four more bags, and I'm like, yep, I'm going back to my chair. Cito, t- Cito tends to bring out the best in people. <laughs> so, yeah. he's got a, a special gift like that he does he does, <laughs> he does oh so. man yeah no it's definitely been tough and I, I find that my i don't know like you you mentioned you're competitive uh sean but like i don't know if i'm super competitive like somebody was just asking this the other day because my son competes in jujitsu and he he's not that competitive like if he loses he's like Meh. <laughs> and i'm like i, I feel like that, he needs though. to needs to be a little bit more competitive and i was thinking i i would call myself not competitive but if i'm trying at something then i'm competitive like if i'm actually putting time into it i get that. i'm competitive but are you guys just competitive no matter what like even if it was your first time you're like i'm gonna freaking win this thing we yeah we, we went am. to vegas and had a slot tournament yeah like yeah <laughs> like we we will bet like yeah we're gonna like anything we do is competition wise yeah it just i mean sean was, was up like on that. me in blackjack and i low-key just threw out a 25 yeah just uh, yeah like, just to catch oh, up yeah, yeah i'm yeah. taking it like it's yeah. not you or sean yes. it's fine. So, <laughs> okay that answers my fine. question yeah. yes very much so <laughs> and when it comes to like competition and cornhole i'm that kind of guy that like don't talk to me right after the match but give mm-hmm. me a five minutes and i'll buy you a beer it's just like, okay yeah it's so true and it's just like honestly that's me in any sport like i've always just been i'm a quiet fiery guy it's like the yeah best i can explain you're probably just like me you can make a game out of anything i mean you find a bottle cap and you're like i can fling it at you faster or something like that <laughs> yep. this is usually how it works me and my buddy do that stuff all the time but oh yeah kind of kind of talking about the competitive level of cornhole right now where do you guys see the sport going in the next five or ten years i mean do you think the olympics are a realistic goal or where do you guys think the sport's going to go I don't think Olympics is realistic. Not in that time frame. I think eventually, yeah, I think it could happen. Um, listen, if flag football got in there, I mean, why not? Right. Um, I think, I think that I think the teams, I think the team's aspect is going to be the future of cornhole. I just, it seems like ever, it's works in so many other sports. Like why wouldn't it work here? Um, I hope that there's still some level of this independent play, whatever that's going to be. Um, I don't know if we've seen the final look of this team's thing. I think right now the format works, but I think eventually it's going to be, I think I could see it kind of being like a live golf thing where everyone's playing like their independent thing, but you like the team's gaining points based on players performance or something along those lines. But I do think that's probably the future. If it happens in five years, I don't know. Yeah, no, I agree. I think in, I think in 10 years time though, the way it's going, we're going to see a perfect season. Someone's just going to have a whole season that miss a single bag. Ah man, that's a bold. That's, that's, that's bold. depressing, actually. I know, right? <laughs> I mean, how much better have cornhole players gotten since we've started doing this? Really, a lot. I mean, we used to not. When we first started, we used to not see a ten-point PPR win a tournament. Okay, right. well, here let, let me. Is the is the equipment better? Are the players better, oh, or is there are there more people? The equipment is way better than whenever yeah, we all better. first started playing. I mean, yeah. I was happy when I first right started now. playing. Jeff Reynolds playing. is staring at you right now, and he hates you. Dude, I'm just saying. Dude, I was. Well, I'm going back before the pro advantages. I was oh, yeah. just so happy whenever I played one full game without having a bag on the ground. Like that was the first goal I ever set out for myself. Sure. If I could just throw a six or an eight every round. I feel like I could win a tournament. Yeah. Like that's so far gone. Oh yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Very much so. The, the pressure's he, increased though. Right. Like, I mean, I feel like 
I, unfortunately, I wasn't around when Cornhole was like first starting uh, in terms of the competitive level of it. But I would imagine the pressure was so much less back then. Um, so as you keep increasing payouts, if you keep mm -hmm. increasing people's ability to play well um, and 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 the perks that come with playing well, you, you've we've added so many layers to the pressure that I feel like that's that's why you'll never see a perfect game. Because as as things continue on and the pressure keeps increasing, imagine when you're winning. Like I don't, I, I'm, I hate to admit, I've never seen golf. But like, what's a payout for golf? Uh, depends on the tournament. Usually, like million. several million. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So if you're playing for a million, mm -hmm. you're not going to see a perfect game. Like that. That person's the amount of pressure. I mean, let's say have like crazy mindset, you know, training. But like, yeah. you haven't seen Dwayne throw. Yeah, that's very correct. true. Correct. That's very true. Wally, do you ever feel like uh, added pressure when you like go to play? I, know, I, know. <laughs> no I idea. We'll explain it after. Um, if you, <laughs> do you feel added pressure when you go play like these open events because like you are 100%. like in the media and people know you? Like, do you almost feel like you need to throw just like to kind of prove yourself like where you're sitting? Yeah, I throw it out there all the time. Jamie Graham came up at, after a tournament we were playing in uh, Dallas and uh, at Fort Worth, and he was like, "You're not bad for a commentator." I'm like, "Thanks." <laughs> I think. Think right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. and you're also. You're you're not seeing the NFL commentators run down on the field. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Point. Then there's like, there's times yeah. where like I, I go to a local tournament. I finally get to play in a regional or something. People come up, shake my hand and stuff like that. And then like, I, I get done playing them. And like, I, I literally heard somebody one time be like, I really thought he'd be better. <laughs> I'm like, Oh, Joe Buck under center for one play. Oh, that'd be kind of nice. I would, love i would throw all my money to make that happen. for us because we don't put a tons of content like video out there most of the time like they're throwing and then we start talking to each other and they're like they look and they're like are you the podcast dude i'm like they're like oh i listened like i recognize your voice like i the didn't voice, even think about yeah. That yeah my favorite question still to this day though is every once in a while we still get like a new listener and the message be like hey just found your show really like it like awesome what is like what does asp stand for like it's still my favorite thing ever. It's the uh, it's average sports performance. Yeah. So every once in a while, it just depends on what kind of mood I'm in, whether I answer them correctly or I just throw them down a rabbit hole a little bit. But we like to have fun every once in a while. So. That's amazing. You so yeah. you guys were playing somebody one time, literally on your boards with your face on it, and they had no idea who you were. <laughs> yeah, yes. yeah. And we we're both wearing the jersey, and I'm like in our home, like in our like home regional. Yeah. Like yeah, it was fun. Yeah, it was fun. That's that's <laughs> me, you guys. I I feel like that, especially when I was girl star too. Like nobody knew me or like what I looked like or whatever. Or it's, it was always Whitney, and so it's, I was always just like, hey guys, I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Background. Yeah, like who are you? I'm like, well, I'm kind of involved. I mean, a little bit. <laughs> it's like just a little bit. Look at us relate. all now. We made it, guys. Made it. Round still, of applause. We're still here. Hit the round of yes. applause button. I know you got we're one. We're still here. We got. You got that? Let's hear it. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, I got it. <laughs> That's a good one. Nice. I like it. Oh, you guys get sound effects. That's fun. Yes, we do. It's the problem uh, is like remembering to use them like appropriately. Yeah. Like it just never. We have I mean, a whole bunch. Of we have we have just a, a treasure trove of <laughs> yeah. wonderful movie sound bites that we always meet. Not the always press, appropriate for the show. Just, so we'll oh, that's up. that's my jam right there. Yes. All right, we're we're about out of time with you guys. So uh, tell me where uh, where are you guys heading out to next? What's your next big tournament? Um, I'm actually heading out to a TCL event. Uh, it's their signature two event. It's uh, the weekend after Thanksgiving. So I'll be out there the okay. Thursday through Sunday. Nice. And I don't have any plans as of yet. 
I have another vacation coming up. So yeah, we're just kind of waiting for the ACL schedule to like really open up and just kind of, yeah. so we can kind of plan our travels for the next year. We're literally, but we did mark off. We have to go to um, Spencer McKenzie's this year. We have to. So, okay. So you've not been, I've not, not been. been, we were going to go last year, but it was literally my daughter's first day of kindergarten. And I'm like, Uh-oh. I just, man, I just, I can't. That's a big just, moment. And yeah. like a week after we were just in Cape Cod or something like that. Like yeah. It was, really it was just really to tough like timing, but we stuff, so. have planned it this year. So we are going, so. Well, I hope to go too. It's weird because obviously it's not far for me, but I've only yeah. been once. Every something keeps happening at that yeah. time, and I, I'm like, that's the tournament I don't go to—the one that's driving distance. Yeah, it's like what the heck? <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. All right, guys, it's been a blast getting to spend some time with you. Thank you so much for uh, giving us your time this evening, and uh, everyone, go listen to the Big Asp podcast. And uh, yeah, thanks so much, guys. Thanks for having us. us. Absolutely. We'll be back right after this with the game. Don't go anywhere. All right. It's time for the game, Wally. We're going to start with top floor bagger and four bagger of the week. Let's start with our four baggers. What do you got? All right. My top four bagger, I mean, it's kind of fitting the theme, is the Cornhole Podcast right now. I think they're all getting better. Um, it was a long drive to Wisconsin, long drive the week before that to the Battle of Queens. going to be another long drive out to Virginia um, for the Mid-Atlantic Conference, and I think they're all getting better. I mean, the Big Ass Podcast, Off the Board Podcast, I've listened to all of ours around the ACL hitting 100 episodes, uh, Borderline hitting 100 episodes. So, I mean, I think, it's, I think it's pretty cool that we can cover so many different types of styles and keep me entertained along the rides. Yeah, podcasts are like a lifesaver when you're driving i totally agree mine's mark richards i mean good lord what dominance i know you didn't get to watch much of what happened in rhode island but i'm sure you heard you know going nine and oh i mean just a dominant performance i can't remember i had him number one did you have what where'd you have him uh either three or four i think three yeah it it was fisher Devin. i think uh tony tony and mark in the top four Okay. Yeah. So we were talking about that. Like, do we swap for those who put Tony before Mark? Does this make you want to swap them? Um, and I just, I just feel like he's just so dominant. So yeah, that's my, my four bagger is Mark Richards performance in Rhode Island. Uh, congrats. Now he has six open titles. I mean, what a, what a feat. All right. Floor bagger. Look, I had him at four. All right, floor bagger for me is uh, not commentating this last weekend. I feel like I missed out on so much action. I mean, there is a lot of cornhole con- content out there. Um, I-, I was jealous that we had a producer and a commentator in the booth. I'm like, that's what I want. Like, I can't wait until yeah, we get to Myrtle a, Beach. A <laughs> yeah, just to have a two-man squad. Um, and then Memphis this weekend, not commentating there as well. There's going to be, I think, 11 out of the 13 K9 unit sponsored players. So, I just, oh. And a lot of my St. Louis friends are going out there too. And it's just like, I feel, I feel left out. You get a lot of FOMO. Little FOMO. Little FOMO. Yeah. I know. Mine's, um, you know, we got to the, in the singles, we saw Caleb Batson just playing so well. And then he had this one round that just went really wrong. And I just kind of watched him like energetically crumble. And I just wanted to like reach the screen and be like, no, Caleb, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. you got this, but Man, I just felt like he was defeated after that round, and maybe that's just my perception. Maybe he really wasn't, but um, obviously didn't get the win there, and I think that he's good enough to get those wins. And it was a bummer to watch his, his like energy kind of drain after that happened. Yeah, I feel you. Send it or board it. All right, so, uh, real quick, I forgot in the bragging segment, um, Simply Patched 
killed it. We got my patches in. Ooh. So new canine onion patches coming to the website soon. So they killed it. It was awesome. I told them what I wanted and they nailed it. So shout out to them. Happened. I apologize. I missed them. Uh, simply patched at the bragging segment. All right, send it aboard it. Uh, picking a diet plan and sticking to it. I know where you stand on this, Meech. I'm kind of, I'm kind of, <laughs> basically venting for you to kind of smack me in the face again. Uh, <laughs> while on the road, it can be difficult and stressful, and it's not always convenient to eat healthy. So it sucks. Well, luckily for you, what's more important than what you eat is where your nervous system state. So you get a lot of leeway if you work on the state of your body. Um, it, it opens up so that you can be more flexible in what you eat and how you move. Um, so to me, if I was to put my attention into anything, it would be my nervous system because I would want it to be in the right state where I can burn fat and metabolize food and digest. If you have that, then the other stuff is way easier to deal with and you have a bigger level of tolerance for those kinds of variables. So All right, so board it on enough. the diet plan. Board go. it, but I can help you with the other. You know yes, that. I know. Um, mine is, so we found out that, so you've been to my house, you know, there's a big field next to our house. Mm-hmm. Um, they're potentially going to be developing that and it would, it would potentially be a gated community, which is great for our property value, but it also means more traffic. And it also means the gates could theoretically be right in front of our gates. <laughs> so property value goes up, but now we got more traffic. Like, I don't know, send it or board it on having a, a housing community next to our house. Send it because you were looking to get to somewhere with more nature anyway. So take <laughs> okay. take the extra money whenever you sell the house. Get the house of your dreams in five, ten years. Love it. I love that advice. Okay. Would you rather? All right. Well, actually, you go first. I got a good one. I got a good one. And we'll okay. Finale. Mine is, um, I'm, and I'm, I'm prefacing this. This is if you're a player. So I'm not asking you, Wally, what you would want. But if you were a cornhole player back-to-back opens like so you're like staying in the momentum in the zone or breaks between opens um i'd probably say stay in the zone i mean right now i I look at what ryan windsor's doing he's going to all these cash tournaments when he's not going to opens and he's just maintaining a high level of play to where he's cashing every single week and if we're going to pretend and treat this as a job, a full-time job, you get paid basically weekly. Yeah. I want to stay in that groove the entire season. If I can, it's, it's almost impossible to get the whole shot where you're this way from day one, all the way to the last day of the season. But I mean, second, thirds, fourths, fifths, if I can cash every single tournament on a weekly basis, that's, that's a good job. That's true. That's true. I feel like I'd want breaks, but you make good points. Yeah. All right, so Borderline reaches 100 episodes this week. Congratulations to them. So my would you rather is, would you rather have 100 episodes of a podcast that nobody listens to or 42 (laughs) episodes of an amazing podcast? Ouch, shots fired. (laughs) Well, you can't say nobody listens to it because not only do I listen to Borderline, (laughs) I I, I poke a lot of fun at Jeff uh, and Bernie, but... That is a podcast that the minute it drops, I listen to it. So, like, that tells you something, right? Like, there's I didn't other even pod- say they weren't the podcast that nobody. Li- I was just throwing congratulations in their direction and speaking in general <laughs> terms. <laughs> um, okay, so I would rather have 42 episodes of an awesome podcast than 100 episodes of a podcast nobody listens to, for sure. <laughs> but I love Borderline, and I love listening to Jeff and Bernie. Um, the only time I tune out, I will. This is I'm, I'm probably the minorities when they talk about other sports. I'm like, I, I check out. I'm not a big 
there's a famous line that I did at a broadcast recently for Cornhole where I don't remember what Trey asked, but I was like, I'm not a sports person. And they're like looking at me as we're at a broadcast about to go live as a sideline reporter for Cornhole. Um, yeah. So I love NFL, but that's about all I'm tuned into. Yeah. Now I would have 42 of the best episode as well, but uh, just all jokes aside, congratulations to um, Jeff and Bernie on hundred episodes. And also congratulations to you, Mish for a hundred episodes with Anthony and Trey on around the ACL. We did it. You guys yeah. keep me entertained on these long, long drives. I listen to them all. Um, sometimes if I know I'm going on a trip, I kind of like stagger it. So I haven't listened to anything since last Wednesday. So oh, you're saving them. I, I save them. Yeah. Cause I, 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 I basically go to music, then podcast, music, podcast. And then like, I kind of time my breaks out that way where I'm going to stop on the road. That's like what I do with shows. Like when I'm about to go on a long flight, like I'm like, don't watch the new episode, save them. <laughs> so yeah. it makes it go so much faster. Um, but you know, you can't technically watch TV in the car. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody does that. Right. Football. <laughs> all right. Um, all right, guys. Thank you so much for joining us. This was super fun. Thanks again to the ass brothers for giving us their time. And uh, go listen to that. And I guess that's it, Wally. We're, we're all done. We made it. Survived. Yeah. Uh, I'm not used to these nighttime recordings. I'm going to go try to make some dinner now before going to bed. <laughs> but uh, thanks, you guys. We'll see you next time.